Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2021. And welcome back to season number three of the Leading Yourself podcast. I'm so grateful for you to come back to the podcast and for me to have the opportunity to talk to you again in 2021. In this season of the Leading Yourself podcast, the focus is going to remain the same to give you the insights, the tips, and the tools to help you in your journey to become a better version of yourself and to grow personally and in your career, to develop healthy and productive habits and to nourish your relationships. We're going to talk about all those things in this season of the podcast. But to start things off in today's episode, I want to talk about goal setting. You know, as we start the new year, many people set new year resolutions Personally, I don't believe in those. They just don't work. And we'll talk more about that in today's episode. But statistics back me up. On average, 80% of all New Year resolutions will fail by the second week of February. And only 8% will actually achieve their New Year resolutions. I don't want you to be part of those statistics. Instead, I believe that setting goals is the way to go. And therefore, in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to set and stick to your goals this year. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Let me ask you three questions. Question number one, have you set New Year resolutions before? I bet that 99.99% of the people listening to this podcast today have set New Year resolutions before. Question number two, how many times have you actually stick to your New Year resolutions and actually accomplish them? As you heard in the introduction of today's episode, 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by the second week of February, and only 8% of the people setting New Year resolutions actually accomplish them. My last question to you is, how similar or different does your resolutions look year over year? Let me tell you a little story. In 2018, I was sitting down on January 1st or December 31st, writing down my New Year resolutions like I had in the last, I don't know how many years. I would get a blank piece of paper and just write down anything that came to my mind. I would dream awake and write down the things that I wanted to happen that year. 
then I was typing those on my iPhone. I kept like a note on my phone where I kept all my New Year resolutions and I picked through the resolutions of the previous three years. And to my surprise, 90% of the list looked exactly the same every year. There's statistics out there that say that 25% of the people will set the same New Year resolutions year over year up to for 10 consecutive years without any success. How frustrating is that? I mean, I think that if every year you're setting the same New Year resolutions for 10 years, are you leaving those 10 years or are you just repeating over and over the same year. That was my wake-up call. That's when I realized that New Year resolutions don't work. But there is a way. There is a better way. So I believe that goal setting is that way to go. And I believe that it's going to be especially true for 2021. Why? Well, we all know that 2020 was very challenging and draining year for most of us. Bad things happened in 2020, yes. And the thing is that it's easy to doubt that 2021 will be any better, especially when the pandemic's still here, right? And if we carry the hardship and emotional bruises of the past nine months into 2021, instead of designing the life that we want, then we just will let it life happen. We will become reactive instead of proactive. And I believe that setting goals is the solution to break through that cycle, to let go of the past and help us take control of the things that we can control in 2021. There's many reasons why I believe in goal setting. Let me share with you just a few. The first one is because goals help us shift our focus. As I said, sometimes it's hard to let go of the past, especially when we have experienced hardship or loss. We run the risk of getting stuck in our grief. Goals ensure us to or help us or enable us to shift our focus and start thinking about the future, which is an exciting blank canvas full of possibilities. Another reason why I like goals or I believe in goals is because they provide long-term vision and short-term motivation. While setting a long-term vision is something that I absolutely recommend and I personally love to do every single year, the problem with a vision is that it's too far away. And it's difficult to leverage that in the short term for motivation when life is happening. And really, it's hard to do the things on the day to day in the middle of all the things going on that eventually will lead us to fulfill that vision. So breaking down our vision into goals can really help bridge that and provide us that short-term motivation while keeping that long-term vision. Goals also empower us to create our future. While there is nothing that we can do to change the past, 
we have the power to create our future. They also help us focus on what is important. Our goals can act as a reminder of what is most important and allow us to differentiate what matters most from the noise of the day today. They also provide clarity in decision-making. You know, we're constantly faced with decisions that we need to make. And when we have our goals clear, these goals can guide our decisions. So it's not only easier to make those decisions, but we can feel more satisfied with the decisions that we make. And finally, and I can keep going, but I'm just going to add one more. They provide personal satisfaction and fulfillment. I don't think there's much to be said here. When you achieve a goal, you feel fulfilled. Personally, though, I find that the journey to achieving the goal can be as or more fulfilling. It wasn't like that all the time, but when I learned to fall in love with the process, goals can really became really, really powerful tool to provide an ongoing personal satisfaction and fulfillment. While setting goals might sound as a simple thing to do, many times we fail to to set and stick to our goals. Some of the most common mistakes that we make when setting goals is that we set too many goals or we set goals only in one area of our lives. I see very common that typically we set a lot of career-oriented goals and we forget about the other areas of our lives. Um, Another reason why we fail to stick to our goals is because we don't set deadlines to those goals. We just leave them open-ended or we don't have a strong why. We'll talk more about this later. Another mistake that we make is that we don't revisit our goals after January 1st. We write them down on January 1st. We have all the motivation in the world. All We're determined to make those goals happen, but then we don't revisit them anymore. We don't see them anymore. Or we don't identify any actions that are needed to accomplish those goals. We'll talk about this, but goals are not going to automatically happen just because you wrote them on a piece of paper. Or we set other people's goals. This one is sad, but at the same time, common. How many times the goals that we set for ourselves are not really the things that we want, but what others want for us. Finally, the last mistake that we make is setting goals that are outside of an area of control. I don't know if you've ever heard about this concept, but imagine three circles, one inside the other. In the very inner circle of those three circles is our area of control, the things that we can, we have control over, right? The next circle is the area of influence, the things that we can control, but we can influence. And then the third outer circle is our area of concern, things that we can either control or influence. So one of the mistakes that we make is that we set goals that fall on that area of concern where we have, we can do anything to change the things that will make that possible. So today I want to share with you some tips on how you can set goals this year that you will actually stick to them. So the very first thing is write them down. 
It has been scientifically proven that writing our goals down can increase the chances of achieving them by 42%. And I don't know about you, but I'll take a 42% higher chance of me accomplishing my goals. What I would add to this is that you should not only write them down once, but regularly. Personally, I write down my long-term goals every single day as part of my morning routine. We'll talk more about this in a minute. My second tip is set fewer goals. The more goals that we try to do, the less we end up achieving. We spread ourselves too thin. So don't sabotage yourself by taking a bunch of goals at the same time. I recommend setting anywhere between one and three goals. You might start brainstorming, right? And you might have a long list of goals when you start the process of goal setting. But at the end of that process, and I'll talk more about that later, you want to end up with no more than three goals. If you laser focus on one to three things, you're going to actually be able to accomplish them because you're going to be able to put all your energy in making those things happen. Tip number three, set smarter goals. You might have heard about the smart goal setting approach. It has been around for decades. I think it was actually developed by GE on the 80s. But times have changed since this framework was developed. And since then, there's been a few changes and additions that have been made to this framework. So let me share with you. So smarter starts for S, starts for S specific, which is the same as in the smart goal setting approach, right? You want your goals to be specific. You want your goals to be measurable. What you can't measure, you can't track, you can't improve. If you can't measure your goal, how are you going to know when you have accomplished it? Or if you're making progress towards accomplishing your goal, they have to be attainable, right? Um, That's the A. And so far, there's no changes to the SMART framework. Here's the first change. The R on the SMART framework used to stand for realistic. And it was said that we should set goals that are realistic, that are within the things that we're capable to do. And I would challenge you to upgrade your realistic goals to risky goals. I think that one of the things that typically happens is that we set goals in our area of comfort, right? In our comfort zone. And when we stay in our comfort zone, we don't grow. So I personally like to set goals that are risky, not risky to the point that there's no way for me to accomplish them, but risky in the sense that push me out of my comfort zone because that's where growth happens. And I not only want to accomplish goals, but I actually want to grow, right? I want to become a better version of myself. The T stands for time bounded. This is the same as in the smart framework, in the original smart framework. And that is we need to have due dates for our goals. We talked about a few minutes ago that that's the num- one of the reasons 
why we fail to stick to our goals because a lot of times we leave them open-ended. It's very important that we set a timeline and a due date for those goals. And here are the two new components of this framework. The E um, states for exciting. When you set goals, and I mentioned you should focus on only a few goals. So a, a way to narrow down to the one to three goals that you want to focus on is to pick the ones that excite you. One of the mistakes that we make when setting goals is that we set other people's goals. Therefore, we're not excited about our goals. We don't have skin in the game and therefore we end up giving up on those goals. We don't stick to them. If you really want to stick to your goals, I think that you need to set goals that excite you, that just thinking about accomplishing those goals excite you. And finally, the R, the last R starts for relevant. We need to set goals that are relevant for the season that we are in our lives. Like there are goals that five years ago will be a great goal for me, but now in the season that I'm in my life, they might not be relevant anymore, right? And maybe five years from now, or maybe even next year, that goal won't be relevant anymore. Like 2020 really taught us that, right? There were things that were relevant in 2019 that with everything that happened in 2020, those things were not relevant anymore. So make sure that those goals are relevant to where you are in your life right now. And that is very different than anybody else, right? So those goals need to be relevant to you. Okay, tip number four, make looking your goals every day a habit, not just on January 1st. So I mentioned it earlier when I talk about writing our goals down, but whether you decide to write them down every day like me or just on January 1st, it's important that you make revisiting and connecting with your goals a habit. This takes literally like 60 seconds per day but it can make the difference between accomplishing your goals this year or not. Have your goals somewhere where you can see them every day and spend one minute reading your goals. I prefer to do this at the beginning of the day. That way it helps me to keep my goals top of mind throughout the day, giving the choices and the decisions that I make throughout the day a meaning, a direction. I would even suggest that you take this one step further and ask yourself every day, what is the one thing, no matter how small, that you will do today that will bring you closer to those goals? Tip number five, visualize yourself achieving those goals. I personally love the power of visualization. And it works really well when it comes to sticking to my goals. I like to visualize myself achieving my goals. I do this a couple of times a year. At the beginning of the year, that might look like like a vision board. I do one for every year. And then I come back to that vision board throughout the year. And as I look at that vision board, I automatically visualize myself having accomplished those goals and how do I feel when I have a, when I accomplish those goals and that motivates me to keep going. Tip number six, 
ask yourself why. Not having a clear why your goals are important is one, in my opinion, the number one reason why people fail to stick to their goals. Writing down, writing down a long list of goals is easy peasy, right? It's just a matter of dumping ideas in a piece of paper. And many times there, there is where goal setting start, right? We start with brainstorming ideas, as I mentioned before. But unless there is a strong why behind the goals that we picked, we will eventually give up on them because they're just not important enough for you, for me, for us, in order to pay the price that is required to achieve them. Goals don't come free. You know, it's not like you write them down and they come a reality, right? You need to put in the work and you need to pay the price. You're going to have to make sacrifices during the year in order to accomplish your goals because it's going to require you to develop new habits or to take actions that you were not doing before. And time is a very precious resource. So in order for you to do those things, you're going to have to say no to other things. So you're going to be making a sacrifice somewhere. So unless you have a very clear why of your goals, you're going to end up giving up because it's going to be too hard to pay that price. I always recommend to ask yourself why a particular goal is important for you at least five times so you can get to that deep why. That why that is going to keep you going when things get hard. Because no one has said that it's going to be easy to accomplish those goals, especially if those are smarter goals. Tip number seven, believe that you can. If you want to stick to your goals and eventually achieve them, you need to start by believing in yourself. Believing that you can achieve those goals. Many times we give up on our goals because we feel that we're not capable to accomplish them. The thing is that just because, as I said, you set goals and you wrote them down, it doesn't guarantee that you will accomplish them. You need to put in the work to accomplish them. And in order to find the motivation every day to do what is required of you in order to achieve those goals, you need to start by believing that you can do it. Tip number eight, join a community. Your environment plays a key role in you sticking to your goals and developing the habits and the consistency that you're going to need to achieve them. A big part of your environment is the people that you surround yourself with. The idea of achieving a goal is a wonderful concept, but the reality is that maintaining the motivation and the daily habits to help you reach your goal can be difficult. The power of your community, friends, and family in attaining your goal is often overlooked. But having that support is priceless. No matter the type of goal that you have, whether you know you look to lose weight or you have financial goals or personal growth or even 
personal or work projects. Surrounding yourself with the right people can be the deal breaker in you staying consistent with your goals. In today's connected world, it's so easy to find an online community that are supportive of your particular goals, people that are like-minded, um, that can provide or offer advice and support and their own motivation and experiences to help you achieve your goals. Sharing your daily progress with a community, it, it can seem daunting, but it is a game changer. It can help you achieve your goals just by being part of a community and feeling that you're part of something bigger than just your own personal goal. This one, for me personally, has been a game changer with my health and fitness goals, but also with my personal growth goals. Tip number nine, share your goals publicly. There are many studies that have shown that when we share goals with others, we're most likely to achieve them. Why? Well, as sad as it might sound, we are typically better at keeping promises to others than we are at keeping the same promises to ourselves. When we share our goals with others, we automatically increase the stake of the game. We automatically become more accountable because deep inside, we don't want to be embarrassed for not accomplishing or doing what we said we were going to do to others. This is the one the one and only situation where being afraid of what others might think of us can actually play in our favor. And finally, tip number 10, take action. Let's be realistic. The only way that you're going to achieve your goals is by taking action. When it comes to taking action, there is a few things that I want to talk about. The first thing is that Right after you set a goal, like if today you're setting the goals for the year, or maybe you did three days ago on January 1st, because this podcast episode will go out on January 4th. But whenever you set a goal, my first recommendation when it comes to take action is that immediately after setting a goal, you take action. It can be something really small. Let's say that your goal is to lose 10 pounds by the end of the year. want to make sure I'm using smarter methodology here as well. So lose 10 pounds by the end of the year. Losing weight is one of the most common New Year resolutions, but losing weight is not a smart goal, right? But if I say I want to lose 10 pounds by the end of 2021, that is a smarter goal. So Actions that I can take immediately once I decided that that is the goal that I'm going to pursue this year could be go to the grocery store and buy some healthy food or clean up my pantry from all the junk food so I'm not tempted to go to my pantry and eat the things that I shouldn't be eating or sign up for a, a gym class or a workout group or a boot camp, right? Take immediate action. It doesn't have to be a big, audacious action. It can be something small. Even leaving your workout clothes ready at night so tomorrow you can start that workout that you have been procrastinating on, right? The second thing is 
you need to have a plan of what you need to do in order to accomplish that goal. So just by setting the goal is not going to take you to the point of accomplishing it. We need to take action, right? So think about what would be the daily habits that you need to build, that you need to develop, or that you need to stop or change that will allow you to achieve that goal. And then make a plan. Put it in your calendar. Like go to your calendar and start putting those things in your calendar. Like in the first 30 days, the first 60 days, the first 90 days, what is that I need to do to move closer to my goal and start scheduling those things. Make an appointment with yourself to spend the time to take action. So those are just a few things, but I wanted to end with this one because no matter how good you are at writing down your goals, if you don't take action, you're not going to stick to them and you're not going to accomplish them. So taking action is, is a must. Okay, so those are my 10 tips to set and stick to your goals in 2021. We really didn't talk about the framework or the methodology to set and stick to those goals. But if you want to learn more and you want to learn about my personal framework and methodology for me to set and stick to my goals for the year, I'm offering a goal setting class this Friday. And you can see all the details in a link that I'm going to put on the comments of this podcast. You know, one of the goals, now I'm, I'm going to take on tip number nine, share your goals publicly. But one of the goals that I have set for myself this year is to raise $1,500 for charity. And one thing that I was able to do in 2020 was spend more time on my podcast. And I I had really amazing guests in the podcast in 2020. And I met a lot of people in this community through my podcast. And I was able to join a couple of events for fundraising. And that really inspired me to want to have this goal for myself of raising money for charity this year. So this is a way for me raising money for charity, in this case, for the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America. So all the funds that will be raised with this event will be donated to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So if you want to learn more about a framework and a methodology for setting and sticking to your goals, and you wanted to support a great foundation, check out the link on the description of today's podcast episode. And with that, I hope that you liked today's episode. I want to wish you all a happy, healthy, and successful 2021. And I'm looking forward to see you again here for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. And if I can say this, you don't want to miss next week podcast episode because I have a really special guest and we're going to be talking about how to take the driver's seat of your career.
So I'll talk to you again next week here on the Leading Yourself podcast.